Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. It's true that other people's success can sometimes bring out some not so positive feelings in us. And I've certainly got stuck way too long in feeling anxious and really lacking self-confidence comparing myself to others. And even with the support of amazing friends who remind us we shouldn't compare ourselves to anyone else and that we're doing great, it can be pretty hard to snap out of these feelings. But what if other people's results didn't actually have any impact on how we felt about ourselves? And what if they actually helped us to achieve greater things too? Well, in this episode, we'll explore how to rethink comparison and competition. But first, I want to bring you two of the latest reviews on the show. And the first one is from Marielle, who I've checked out your Instagram, Marielle. You are a stunning designer. She's at Ivy and L Studio. And she says, Emily's a ray of sunshine. She's encouraging and relatable, has a great voice and shares practical tips that you can easily implement in your business. A must listen. Thank you so much. And also to one of my students who's from the Modern Marketing Collective. She is Tanya Harrison from Raja Homewares. That's R-A-J-A Homewares. Go over to Instagram and check her out because she sells the most incredible furniture for nurseries, but she's also branching out now into rattan furniture pieces for the older ones in your family too. And uh, you might actually think, hang on, she sounds familiar. So Tanya was my guest on episode 19 of the show, which was Behind the Business with Tanya Harrison. And Tanya says, Emily's podcasts are an amazing resource for learning how to effectively market your brand via various social media platforms platforms using clearly articulated strategies. Her smiley tone is always a pleasure to listen to and perks up my day. Perfect for small business startups as well as established businesses looking for tips to take their brand to the next level. Now, if you haven't left a review, I would so appreciate if you could. It's the best way for you who's listening to just support the show. So go over to the list where you see all of the episodes, scroll down to where you see ratings and reviews, and then click. You'll find a little small piece of text that says write a review and you can leave yours there. And of course, include your Instagram handle if you'd like a shout out too. So I wanted to tell you about my own experience of really getting stuck in comparison. So if we wind back the clock to when I first took my business online and I launched my membership, The Modern Marketing Collective, as I've said before, I'm a pretty quick action taker and I came across the idea of a membership and a couple of weeks later, I opened the doors to mine. I had a pretty big goal for the number of students that I wanted to enroll But the thing was, this goal didn't come from the number of people that I currently had on my email list or the people that I had in my audience or the price point of my membership or anything, anything like that. The number that I set was purely based 
on a number that I saw someone else had in their membership. Not to mention they had a different price to me. They had had totally different steps to get to where they were based on the steps that I'd taken in my business because we're all so different. They'd had their membership for much longer than me because I was about to launch. And so I went ahead, I launched my membership And I didn't get close to the number of people that I had my goal set at. The thing was the goal I had set for myself wasn't based on data. It was only based on what I saw someone else having achieved just from the outside. And for a while after this, it wasn't too healthy. I felt triggered by a lot of different things. If I saw other people's posts on social media who I felt were more successful than me, I felt that reflected on me. I felt like I was really crappy. I felt anxious. I felt like such a failure. But I realized after way too long feeling like this, that I wasn't going to be able to move forward and that this wasn't going to get me to where I wanted to be if I kept on comparing myself to other people. So what did I do? Well, I started taking control and taking ownership for my own results. I'd spent enough time wallowing. So I started focusing on my numbers and on my data. I understood my conversion rates in my business and I began to understand what the levers were that I needed to pull to get the results that I wanted in my business. So no longer was I just hoping that my business would grow and that I would get to the levels that I saw these other people at. But I actually began to understand how I could grow my business, how I was in control and what actions I needed to take. And with these little wins that came, I began to feel more confident. And these are the wins that I was having for myself and the wins that my students were having too. And I started to believe in myself again. I began to realize that I was enough and my energy that was unique to me, that was enough too. And that would attract people to me. I didn't need to be like anyone else. In fact, I had someone um, just the other day say to me, Emily, this person's doing this. It's, you know, she's your competition. And nowadays I don't really feel like someone else is my competition. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people that, you could say might be my competition in terms of they market to a similar audience and they have similar products that they sell. But the thing is, the truth that I know is that we all have our own energy and people will be attracted to me that aren't necessarily attracted to someone else. And people will certainly not be attracted to me and my energy and what I share and how I show up when they will be so attracted to other people. And so there's really no point trying to be like anyone else. And there's certainly no point in comparing our results to someone else's. They've had a totally different journey to get to where they are. We don't know their numbers behind the scenes. And so instead of feeling like someone else's success reflected somehow on me, I actually now use it as inspiration. And I'm like, that is awesome. And it shows me and it reminds me what is possible. 
Now, you might have heard of the term before. It's called abundance mindset, which is actually the flip side or the opposite of having a scarcity mindset, which is the belief that there's never going to be enough, whether it's food or money or business or something else. And as a result, when you live in this space, your actions and thoughts stem from a place of lack instead of believing there is plenty to go around. And this scarcity mindset leads to jealousy and, as I can attest, feelings of inadequacy and competition when others have success. Now, you might have heard of the author Stephen Covey. He wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in his words, he says, most people are deeply scripted in what I call the scarcity mentality. They see life as having only so much as though there were only one piece of pie. And if someone were to get a big piece of the pie, it would mean less for everyone else. But as entrepreneurs, we have total control over our results. But what gets in the way is what we tell ourselves and what we make things mean. In fact, I've had a couple of people just recently in the last few days or so say to me, look, everyone else is taking their business online right now. There's not going to be any space for me or everyone else is doing this. And that's a sign to me that that's probably a bit of scarcity mindset that if other people are doing something, it means there's less for you. So I want you to ask yourself, first of all, is that true? How accurate is that? I also suggest that you be selective about who you surround yourself with. And this is something that I've done over time too, because some people are pretty negative and don't have the best mindset and can live in that place of lack and scarcity. And they can bring your own energy down and actually make you dream smaller and think that you can achieve less. Remind yourself that you actually just cannot compare yourself to anyone else. You just can't. There's steps to where they are are totally different to yours. And remember, you're in total control of your results Take ownership, focus on your numbers, focus on your data, understand the levers to grow your business and use this to inform where your results should be. Compare yourself to yourself last month. Remember, there's enough for everyone. Another success doesn't mean there's any less for us. In fact, it shows us what's possible. And lean into the fact that your unique energy attracts your own people. So how can you use comparison and competition to actually move you forward? Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.